welcome back to Take a Minute. I'm your host, Andy B. The town of Carbondale, Colorado will have a town trustee election on Tuesday, April 5th. There are eight candidates running, including two incumbent trustees. This is part two of a two-part series. You can find the first part at kdnk.org. On today's show, we'll be talking with five of the Carbondale town trustee candidates and learn about their life experiences leading them to run for office. You'll learn about Colin Laird, Zane Kessler, Frosty Mayra, Erica Sparhawk, and Jessica Robinson. We have asked every candidate that accepted our interview invitation the same questions and had some great conversation. Take a listen and enjoy the show. I'm, uh, my name's Colin Laird, and uh, I'm running for Carbondale trustee. Uh, let's see, I've uh, lived in the Valley since 1990, lived in Carbondale since 1999, uh, raised two kids here. They are in their 20s now, so in college and uh, adult life. And um, I've been involved in a lot of local and regional initiatives, uh, particularly affordable housing and transportation. And I've most recently been involved in the creation of Third Street Center, where I'm currently the executive director. Cool. Thanks, Colin. Why have you stayed in Carbondale other than just even in moving in the valley? Why would you want to move? <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> uh, it, I mean, it's a, it's a great community that's got so much going for it. I uh, really enjoy uh, how it's laid out, uh, the creativity here. Um, so, yeah, why move? Why move? <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite thing to do with anything? Well, I, I'm big into riding my bike uh, as a means of transportation in town. Uh, I enjoy uh, getting out in the hills uh, by myself and with my family. Um, and I also enjoy the work that I do. It's very creative, and uh, we get to support a lot of really interesting organizations doing important work in Carbondale and, and the Valley. So uh, pretty fortunate. What's your favorite restaurant in oh, of all? Oh, man, you can't <laughs> ask that. Uh, I like them all. <laughs> They're all good. Yes, they are. <laughs> do you have any pets? I do. Uh, I have a pandemic puppy uh, that my kids decided they needed named Nula, N-U-L-A. And uh, she is now a little over one year old, so she keeps us busy. Keeps us out on the trails and the dog parks. Nice. Obvious question. Cats or dogs? Oh, well, I have a dog, so dog. yeah, dogs, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Do you play any sports? Uh, I did play a lot of sports growing up. I was very big into soccer growing up and baseball, basketball. And uh, as my son and daughter were growing up, I was uh, their coach. Cool. So I coached a lot with the local uh, Carbondale Soccer League. Cool. Yeah. If you could do one sport year-round, what would that be? One sport year-round? Uh, well, the one I do year-round now is trail run. So, mm, cool. Um, yeah, I'm a little, getting a little older for, for soccer, and so I just go out and run on the trails. <laughs> nice. If you had a whole day to yourself to do whatever you want, what would you do? I'd probably go on a really long hike with uh, 
family members. That's, I enjoy that, and we don't get to do that as much as we like, so that would be fun. Nice. What brings you joy in life? Uh, feeling useful, uh, doing good things and helping other people do good things. I think it's one of the reasons I enjoy what I do so much. What made you want to run for office? Try and use some of the background that I've uh, developed over the last 30 years of living in the area to help address some issues related to affordable housing in particular. Uh, I've been involved in some affordable housing efforts in the past. We have an affordable commercial building in 3rd Street, uh, and I'd like to see the town uh, take uh, a more active role in creating some affordable housing. It's become a really big issue. Um, second reason is uh, we have we live in a really livable community, and I'd like to I encourage it to stay that way. And there's a number of development decisions coming our way, and I'd like to have some impact on making sure that uh, we preserve the livability of the community. And um, uh, there's some interesting changes coming our way, and some of them already have hit with wildfires and drought and then climate change and the pandemic. Uh, so trying to prepare the town and, and the community so that the future is uh, uh, a prosperous one and not one constantly reacting to a variety of issues. What's something you've done in life that you're proud of? Being involved in creating Third Street Center. Uh, I also was involved in helping create the Sober Sun, and it's really been neat to see both organizations thrive and uh, become such an integral part of the community. Kind of deep question, but is there something that you struggle with in life? Doesn't everybody? <laughs> <laughs> life? <laughs> struggle life. with life? <laughs> yeah, good answer. <laughs> What's the time you've shown strong leadership skills? Um, well, I've, I've been a lot, uh, involved in a, lot, a number of regional efforts uh, in helping uh, develop the legislation to create RAFTA. So we had to do a lot of work with a lot of different governments and elected officials. Uh, similar thing with uh, a regional ho housing effort that I was involved in. They created some inclusionary zoning ordinances up and down the region. And then also being involved in Third Street. Uh, I think we had to play a very facilitative leadership role uh, to try and make that happen. Because there were a lot of partners and uh, it, it magically all came together. My name is Frosty Marriott. Uh, I've been in Carbondale since 1998 and live at uh, River Valley Ranch. Why have you stayed in Carbondale? Man, I love Carbondale. This <laughs> is such a neat place. You know, we were so blessed to get the opportunity to live here. And um, it was uh, it was a kind of a thing that I I could never have scripted it how we ended up in Carbondale. But we've we were our daughter was three when we moved here and and we got to raise her and she got to go to Roaring Fork High School and she went to college in Louisiana where I went and then um, you know I, I got involved with the the community with as you know in the community service and and have just you know just loved living here. I just I can't think of wanting to be any other any place else what's your favorite thing to do if anything oh yeah you know and um I, I do photography that's that's a hobby um and uh I I, I had some uh, some surgery this year so I didn't I'm not hadn't been out to ski uh this year but I, I love to go out about every other week and 
and, and ski downhill. I, I love doing that. And, um, and then spending time with, uh, with my family and doing a little bit of traveling and stuff. So. Yeah. Do you have any pets? Oh yeah, we have a <laughs> we have a, an 11, 11 year old golden retriever named uh, Kevin Bentley, um, and he's the last of three. We ha- we've had he's uh, we've had three since we've been here, and, and we had three at one time. And uh, both of the the two older ones have have gone to the Rainbow Bridge, and and uh, Bentley's still hanging in there. And um, and then we we did a rescue to. Um, a, a, a golden colored dog that was from Golden Retriever Rescue in Denver, but um, but Breezy turned it out turned out to have no Golden Retriever uh, blood and DNA in her. She's um, uh, retrie- uh not Retriever, um, oh Pyrenees and a mix and something else. So she's she and she was mistreated really badly when she was little. So she's been it's our first rescue, but she's been a real blessing. Yesterday was our two year gotcha day. For her, so we've had her two years. Cool. So yeah, so we've got cool. two two really cool dogs. Yeah, kind of obvious question, but cats or dogs? Right, dogs. Yeah, <laughs> so dogs. We're we're dog dog folks. What's your favorite restaurant of any restaurant? You know, probably the Poor House. Um, it, you know, it, it's a, just a segue. When we first came here in 1998, um, I had a job. Uh, one of my largest clients had moved from Destin, Florida to Snowmass. And so he had offered me a position to come over here and, and do all his work. And then he'd let me keep my tax practice, my the rest of my accounting practice. So we had a, a realtor showing us River Valley Ranch in 1998 in Carbondale. And, and then there was no golf course. There was no clubhouse. There was nothing on the west side of the river. And um, the uh, Rafey took us to, um, to the poorhouse for lunch. The day we came and looked at, at RVR and, you know, the, the old West theme. And then we left and went out Catherine Store Road to, to go back to 82. And it was it reminded me so much of my uh, hometown in North Louisiana, because as soon as we hit the city limits, there was horses and cows and countryside and gorgeous, just a really cool vibe to it. So that the poorhouse was our first restaurant. And, and I still don't I, I still don't think you can. The cheeseburgers are still my favorite at the poorhouse, so I'll, I'll be glad when they get back to their full menu and open full time again. So, do you do any sports aside from uh, downhill skiing? Now, not not really. Uh, I'm a. I, I did a lot of sports. I I did. Uh, uh, I, I do actually. Now that you bring that up, I, I do work out a lot. So I should say that I, I I go to the I try to work out six days a week on the life cycle, on the elliptical, and then lift and um, and and played played football in my younger days and 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 baseball and and a little basketball. So I've been a I'm a sports enthusiast. In fact, <laughs> we're going heading over this. Uh, this weekend we're going. We've got tickets to go see the Avs play Saturday, and then we're going to see the Nuggets play the um, Golden State Warriors and Steph Curry on Monday night. So cool. Yeah, so we're really looking forward to that. Seems fun. Yeah, we hadn't done a live sports um, outing in a couple of years now. So we're real, all the you know, we're going over and meet our daughter in Denver and her boyfriend, and we're going to go to the games and cool enjoy. Yeah. Uh, if you could do one sport year round, what would that be? If I could do it year round, yeah. 
given the fact that that uh, just to play, I mean, football is my favorite. That's the love of, of really the love of my life. And so if I could still somehow play that, that would be what I would want to play and catch passes and run and all that. So, If you had a whole day to yourself to do whatever you wanted, what would your schedule be? You know, I always say that, well, that's a really good question, but people usually say that when they don't have an answer yet, and it gives them time to think, right, Andy? So, uh, gosh, it's been so long since I've had a, a day without uh, having to do anything, but I think I'd walk the dog, spend time with um, uh, Carly. Maybe we'd go a, a different place and, and uh, just in, enjoy some downtime with, with, uh, with my wife. We've been married 38 years now, and and um, yeah, spending a day without having anything else to do but just hang with the dogs and would be would be great for me. Is there something in life that brings you joy? Golly, yeah, you know, um, I you know I get I, I get joy out of a job well done. Um, I'm still working my uh, tax and accounting practice and. And uh, I, I feel joy when I when I do, do a good job and get the work done there. And just as I felt when I was uh, doing uh, other work, like when I was a servant on town council, I was that was joyful. And then spending time with with family brings a lot of joy to us. We've got we've got two granddaughters in um, South Haven, Mississippi, and. We're going to get to see them this um, this summer at the at the beach, and I hadn't seen them. It'll be three years because of COVID and stuff. I haven't seen my grandgirls, and and um, so the, that'll that'll be a lot of joy to be on the beach for a week with with just family. So <laughs> sounds nice. Yeah. What's something you've experienced that made you want to run for a trustee? You know, I I think Carbondale has is is to me it's a it's grown to be a, a, a spiritual place for me. We we are so blessed to have a uh, a view out our back um, backyard of, of Mount Sopris and all the different uh, lighting and um, that you see and and the seasons and all and so so Carbondale's become kind of a it is a spiritual place to me and 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 if you de- delve into the history of Carbondale with the with the Ute Indians and and they felt it was a spiritual place as well right and and so it is it's you know you don't have a place where you have a, a mountain like that overlooking confluence of rivers in a river valley it's it's a really special place and and so so what I, I want to be able to do with that is is keep it that because I, that's why people came here to, to start with generations ago and why I hope generations to come will come here that it'll still be a special place we won't let it you know get tarnished by um, by, by too much growth or, or too much of anything and and just keep it the special place it is and that's that's what I, I really want to do I saw the home my hometown in North Louisiana uh, it was a little town when I was growing up there, but going back there now, you can hardly recognize it because it's it's gotten so big, so much traffic, and you know I I think most folks want Carbondale to to keep its small town character, and that's that's what I really want to work towards. Is there something that you struggle with in life in general? You know I I, uh, I do struggle with um, 
with with I, I don't do a good job of compartmentalizing um, uh, my work uh, away from uh, family and 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 so uh, that causes stress for me. Um, but but other than that, right now, um, I, I guess I've str- struggled physically with a few old injuries that I've had to have some surgeries for. So I've got some some pain going on, but I'm sure most of us at, at my age have that. But, um, you know, I struggle with, um, yeah, I, I just, I, I do struggle with a little bit with stress. If I could, if I could deal with stress better, I think I'd, I'd, I'd be happier and more joyful. Is there a time you've shown strong leadership skills? I think so. I, I, I think it's, um, you know, I, I go to the, um, I, I think, that when we did um, uh, a couple of things, one when I when I uh, kind of spearheaded the a wildlife crossings bill about ten years ago when we was um, uh, and I went over and testified before the Senate and the House uh, committees um, in in Denver, uh, drove over and back a couple of days the same day and 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 then worked with Senator Schwartz and Representative Curry to get the bill signed passed and signed by governor ritter and it 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 what it did was it uh, we identified zones around the state where there was a lot of animal activity crossings and it, it doubled the fine like in the construction zone for um uh at certain times of the year so it saved a lot of animals and, and a byproduct of that that endeavor was that uh it brought a lot of attention to the the problem we had with roadkill in the valley and all over the state, and so the CDOT and the uh, the legislatures legislators got behind it, and we they, that's where all of our really highway road fencing was kind of a byproduct of all that. So I, I feel like I led that effort, and that's one of the things I'm really most proud of. Um, and and then um, when I uh, undertook to write the, our EBOR, our Environmental Bill of Rights in Carbondale, that, that I wrote, I didn't, it wasn't a totally original because I started with our town mission statement, and I wrote it and it kind of modernized it a little bit to what some environmental issues, and, and then we worked with that, and uh, Heather Henry, who is the current trustee, uh, did, helped me with that wordsmithing and all, then we took it to all the different committees in town, and uh, uh, parks and rec and tree board and things like that, and got everybody to buy in. Made a, f- tw- a few tweaks here and there, and and uh, we were able to had some public meetings, and we were able to get it passed and signed as a town resolution. And I think that's going to be a really important um, uh, resolution going forward as we h- how much growth and what kind of growth is appropriate for Carbondale. So I kind of led that that. Um, that charge as well. Cool. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Um, you know the 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 thing, and I, I'll I'll just say that I really feel like Andy is that you know is is I'm really passionate about Carbondale and uh, because I, we love it so much here, um, and and I think I can I can help it uh, move move forward. Um, so and I've got a vision for what I think we some things we could do. So. Um, yeah, I, I think that's that's what I'd say. I've got a vision. I've got some got passion for it, and I've got some the experience to 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 be a good trustee. So that's why I'm running. Thanks for coming in. Thanks, I, thanks for asking me. Yeah, thanks for coming in.
Hi, uh, my name is Erica Sparhawk, and I am uh, running for town trustee. What's your favorite thing to do? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, I have two uh, very cool daughters. <laughs> um, so I really enjoy doing things with them, whether it's um, hiking or uh, my younger daughter and I went um, cross-country skiing this last weekend. Cool. Um, we really like to do family river trips, and it's fun to kind of disappear from the world uh, and technology for four or seven days together. So yeah. I'd say those are some of my favorite things. Why have you stayed in Carbondale? Um, so I did grow up in Carbondale. And um, I did leave after high school. I went to college uh, at Colorado State University. Okay. And then after that, um, I went and traveled in South America for about a year and a half. Um, I ended up finding a job there. So I stayed in uh, Chile. And I got a cool opportunity to work on a boat, on a tour boat, um, taking people in these really cool fjords and getting to see dolphins. And, uh, so that was Dang. really special. Cool. Yes. Um, and I would recommend as much as it's been, it's been super fun to come back to the Valley, but, um, it was really great to leave and get out there and see the world. Uh, do you have any pets? Um, we have chickens and, uh, they have not laid an egg in about four months. So I would definitely consider them pets. (laughs) They get lots of snuggles and cuddles. Um, and sometimes they come in the house and hang out. So, (laughs) um, yeah, those are our pets. Obvious question. Uh, we're gonna do cats or dogs. I'm, I'm mm. gonna guess dogs. We do like dogs. Yeah. We did have two dogs for. They both lived till they were about 15, um, and uh, the younger one just passed away last year. But we had a lot of fun with our our dogs, and we like dog sitting for friends. So, what's your favorite restaurant like? Of any restaurant, not just in the valley. Oh, any okay. restaurant. I like that. It takes the pressure off of uh, having to pick a favorite amongst our local restaurants. Um, I'm not trying to see. make you not choose those. Right. <laughs> let's see. There's a uh, So I can't have gluten. I'm gluten-free. And there's a restaurant in Denver called Watercourse that's a vegan, and most of their items are gluten-free, and it is delicious and really good. So nice. anytime we go to Denver, I try and figure out a time when we can go to um, Watercourse. Nice. Yeah. Do you, do you play any sports? I played soccer for Roaring Fork High School. I actually helped uh, start the girls' team, cool. um, which didn't exist when I first started high school. So I played on the boys' team my freshman and sophomore year. And um, I now coach girls' soccer. I've coached both my girls um, in U10 and U12 teams. So I really enjoy I, I actually consider that one of my hobbies. I find hanging cool. out with the girls in the soccer field um, a huge relief and very um, brings me a lot of hope and a lot of uh, just they're total goofballs. So it's also just a ton of fun. How long ago did you start it? The soccer? Yeah. Um, the Let's see. We launched, I think it was in um, spring of 93, 1993. Nineteen ninety three was when we started we had the first girls team. Dang. <laughs> Thirty two years ago. Yeah. Long time ago. I like how you said dang. <laughs> uh on that topic, if mm-hmm. you could do any sport you round, what would that be? Well, luckily I discovered last year, which is funny that I feel like I only just discovered it in my old age. Um uh 
I really enjoy hiking in the winter. Um, Interesting. And I know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I, um, it doesn't necessarily, I guess, a wish, but I really enjoy hiking year round. Um, and I found a, a lot of joy in that. Uh, I do enjoy being in water. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and not just like an indoor pool in the winter. So I guess if it was a, a wish, um, maybe if Carbonell just had a little warm beach somewhere that how we could often, go to. How often do you go in the river? <laughs> in the summertime, at least weekly. Thank yeah. <laughs> so if you had a whole day to yourself, what would you do? I would uh, wake up. I would have coffee. And um, without... My kids around, I wouldn't worry as much about whether they're getting fed breakfast. So I may or may not eat breakfast, which I would find very freeing (laughs) to not worry about what their needs are. Um, If I was in Carbondale, um, I would probably go for a morning hike, no matter the season. I really enjoy watching movies, too. I don't always get to watch what I want with the family. I'm sure your family experiences that. So maybe in the afternoon, I would it'd feel very extravagant to watch a movie in the afternoon. Uh, and then I would probably order food from one of my favorite local restaurants and uh, order in because that's also a favorite thing to do. So I'd probably have a pretty chill um, day to myself because uh, I don't do that very often. What, off the top of your head, if what restaurant would you order from? Uh, probably Fat Thai. Fat Thai. <laughs> <laughs> what is something that you have experienced that made you want to run for office? So I am running for re-election. Um, I've been a trustee for five years now because I was appointed for one year. And um, so I want to, uh, I've really enjoyed uh, my time working with the fellow trustees to solve problems or to do what we can to try and solve a problem. I'm not going to, you know, say we solved everything. Um, But it's been really fun to try and tackle problems and work through an issue. So um, one thing that we worked on that I found a lot of joy in was um, putting in rules to make it harder for youth to access vaping products. And, you know, we kind of tackled it piece by piece and I enjoy making policy. And then I really like going to the legislature. Um, and I find it really exciting to go to the Capitol. And I did go and testify uh, to the legislature on behalf of Carbondale, asking them to uh, support a particular bill, but then also to take bigger statewide action on this topic. And I'm kind of a government nerd, and I really enjoy getting into the weeds and looking at the details of policies and stuff. So that's why I wanted to run again um, and be part of, uh, you know, doing more for our community. What's something you have done that you are proud of? When I got back from South America, I um, was doing a job search and, you know, trying to figure out what I wanted to do as my next step. And I applied for a job with an organization in Montana. And I had never been to Montana But I knew that that job was what I wanted. Like when I read the job description, it was something that just felt like I wanted to go after that. So um, 
I put a ton of effort into my application, and and then when I drove up for the interview, I just fell in love with the place where uh, in Billings, Montana, where the job was, and knew that that team is who I wanted to work with. And it was a really arduous interview process. It was over a couple of days with multiple large groups of people. Dang. It wasn't just like a normal what I thought was going to be. Not just a sit down like thirty minute to an hour. Like. Yeah, and um, I ended up getting the job, and I moved to Montana. Um, and didn't know anybody up there and really ended up uh, making quite a life in Billings. Um, and so I'd say, looking back, that's something I'm really proud of, that I made that jump and kind of that risk to a whole new community uh, and ended up um, making a difference at the nonprofit I was working at and uh, just really uh, finding a cool community. What made you choose Montana? After traveling kind of not the world, I didn't go around the world, but after coming home from being abroad for a year and a half, I was kind of open to anything. And uh, But I did decide I wanted to be in the Western states. Mm-hmm. And so I narrowed my search to um, Colorado, Wyoming, Montana. I think I looked in Idaho and Oregon as well. Um, I just really started... Once you dive into it and start reading different job descriptions and what people are looking for, I didn't, I hadn't really been aware of all the jobs out there or what I could do. Um, and this was a, a really cool job with a, an activist organization working to conserve land and protect air and water. And those were also things I believed in. So it seemed like a good fit. Is there something that you struggle with in life? I do take on a lot. And, um, and then I sometimes struggle to make time to like just hang out with my friends because I might be busy, um, cause I'm busy going to trustee meetings or coaching my girls soccer teams and their games. And, um, my friends and my time with my friends means a lot to me and really fills up, uh, my heart and my soul, but I don't put in, I, I probably don't set, I don't think I set enough time aside to really do that. What's one time that you've shown strong leadership skills? Carbondale joined the Colorado Communities for Climate Action, which Mm -hmm. is a statewide coalition working on climate. Yeah. And after joining and then um, I was just attending on behalf of the trustees, I was asked if I would want to be vice chair of the legislative committee. And that ended up being a lot of work, um, working on bills that would impact climate and developing our stances on them as an organization. And then after my uh, doing that for the legislative session, they asked if I would then be vice president of the organization. And then the next year I was president of the statewide organization. So I had to, in that role, really step up um, and be on a lot of different calls with regulators or attending the legislature, um, which like I said before, I really enjoy. Um, But I also had to make sure that I was representing all 34, it's now 40 communities um, that were part of this coalition in addition to representing my town Um, because I represent Carbondale first and foremost, um, but also in this role of really being a leader for this organization. Um, I'd say it pushed my comfort zone and really asked me to to step up and be into that role. What what got you interested in wanting to do that well um so my work for i work for a local organization called clear and we 
work on kind of local climate solutions. What can you do in your house? What can you do at your school? Uh, what can a business do to save energy and make a difference in the climate? Um, but we're a small town and we're yeah. a small county. And so to really make a difference in climate, we need to make big changes and we need to talk to, we need our state to take action and the feds to take action as well. So I really, but at the same time, Carbondale's small. And um, so it's not like we're going to hire a lobbyist, somebody yeah. to go advocate for us at the state. So joining this coalition um, was really important to me um, and important to our community. And I think so that made it easy knowing that climate is um, something that uh, I'm sure if we polled our community, I would guess 70 to 80 percent of our town wants us to take action on climate. Yeah. Um, so it made it easy to know that I was representing easily the majority of our community and it was something I'm passionate about. And most of my working career has been on um, protecting the environment and uh, working on climate. Cool. In fact, I said, I would say almost all of my working career, except for when I waited tables. But <laughs> we won't talk about that. <laughs> Is there anything you'd like to add to any of that? Um, I, I just think we've got a, a great opportunity. I'm glad we have so many candidates running. Mm -hmm. um, I think it helps our, makes our community stronger when we have so many people who are interested in being a trustee. So yep. I remind everybody, I'm sure you guys will remind everybody to vote April 5th. Yeah. Um, and this is a great program. So I'm so glad you interviewed me. I'm Jess Robison and I am running for Carbondale Town Trustee. How long have you lived in Carbondale? I have lived in Carbondale since 2014, but I grew up in Basalt. So my, I've been here my whole life. Why did you stay in Carbondale instead of just around the valley where you've been out? Uh, my husband and I chose Carbondale because of the small town feel that it has and that it's sort of set off of 82 a little bit. We have a lot of friends here, family here, and we just really like the community that's been built in, in Carbondale with First Fridays and things like that. What's your favorite thing to do? Mountain bike for sure. <laughs> Do you do any sports other than mountain biking? Uh, I snowboard, oh, I cross-country cool. ski, hike, mountain bike. Um, I played softball one summer, but then the pandemic hit, so we haven't done it again. But um, I loved softball, so. Out of those, if you could do one year-round, what would that be? Mountain biking, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think most people have said biking, some summer sport. Yeah, do you have any pets? No pets. Um, my daughter's allergic to cats and dogs, so we don't have any pets currently. Cats or dogs? Dogs. If you, if you could do one. Dogs, dogs. for sure, yep. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite restaurant? Uh, I would probably have to say White House Pizza. If you had a whole day to yourself to do anything, what would you do? It would start with coffee from bonfire and then probably mountain biking and then opera probably somewhere for drinks and appetizers afterwards with friends or without <laughs> on a patio would be preferable <laughs> what brings you joy joy um being with other people um spending time with my friends and family and being outside 
Mountain biking brings me joy. <laughs> I feel like that's the answer to all questions is mountain biking. Um, my kids bring me joy. And I would say being of service to others brings me joy. What's something you've experienced that made you want to run for a trustee? I think the current political landscape in the country uh, made me realize that I couldn't complain about things unless I was willing to show up and run for something and participate in democracy. Um, I think that we've we've become really divided, and I think a lot of politicians feed that division, and I want to be of service to my community, and I want to find ways that will bring us together instead. So I think watching what's been happening and knowing that I can have the greatest impact if I run locally. Is there something in life that you've done that you're proud of? I would say having my kids is the one, the big one. But if I had to pick something other than that, it would be starting the businesses that I run. Um, we have two, a construction consulting business and a general contracting business. And as a woman in that field, it's... Um, I wouldn't say more difficult, but we face challenges that are different, and I'm really proud of the success that we've had. Is there something that you struggle with in life? Perfectionism. <laughs> um, I want everything to be... I have really high expectations for myself, and I am constantly having to adjust those expectations because of life, and no one is perfect. So I think... Um, Settling that type A personality is a struggle, but I work at it all the time. Is there a time you've shown strong leadership skills in anything? Uh, yes, for sure. Um, I think going back to the running two businesses, I have to show strong leadership all the time in the businesses, and I have to show up in an authentic way where people want to work for me and with me and you have to be a good leader to do that you have to be a good leader to manage a team of people of employees you have to be a good leader to manage um, a construction team architects designers owners subcontractors and i did roaring fork leadership and that gave me a lot of tools that helped me think outside the box in a leadership role. Ways I'm always looking for ways to bring people together and be an advocate for the people around me. Um, and I think sometimes leaders think that it's their ideas that are the most important. And I've found that listening to the people who I'm with is more important than my own agenda and ideas. So I practice it all the time at work. Like just not taking over and yeah. So then, because then, if you have other ideas, they might be better, or it it's maybe not better, but a more sensical or easier way to get something done. That yeah. You're trying to do. Yeah. That you didn't think of. 
I think the best characteristic of a leader is a good listener. Yeah. And not a good talker. (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything else you'd like to add? I just really appreciate you inviting us all in to do this. Hey, Zane. Hey. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. How long have you lived in Carbondale? My wife, Lucy, and I moved to Carbondale a little over a decade ago. Um, I moved here to take a job as executive director of the Thompson Divide Coalition at the time and got to know the community and the local agricultural producers and the environmentalists and business community through that job and, and just fell in love with Carbondale and decided we were never going to leave. So we're why, still here. Why have you stayed in Carbondale like, other than moving throughout the valley? You know, I've had the pleasure of traveling to all of Colorado's 64 counties over the course of my career, and I've never found a community like Carbondale. This place is special and unique, and it's the type of community that my wife and I had been searching for for a long time when we found it. And we just, we knew that it would be an honor to be able to, and a privilege to be able to raise a family here and really become a part of this community. And and I think we've done a our best to to try and pitch in and volunteering with local organizations or with Mountain Fair or um, with our local Democratic Party. We've both done quite a bit to just try to plug in and do what we can to maintain and and protect this community because I think we do recognize that we're we're privileged and we're lucky to be here. What's your favorite thing to do, if anything? Depends on the season. Favorite thing to do right now is chase my toddler around Soper's Park. Um, he's growing fast, and, and again, it's a great town to be in as a, a small growing family. And um, so lucky that, that we live here, and, and showing this town and this community to my son has become my favorite thing to do. But other than that, um, usually mountain biking uh, on the Crown or, or hiking uh, up Mushroom Rock or just enjoying all the, the incredible public lands that we have around us. Do you have any pets at all? We do. We have a, a dog named Piper who um, can often be seen escaping our backyard and running around on Garfield Avenue somewhere. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, she's a great dog. What's your favorite restaurant? Ooh, I, uh, I think it's too hard to choose one over the other. I think we've always been lucky in Carbondale to, at least since I've lived here, to have uh, a great set of options. Um, you can find us at Pepino's or Fat Thai or Beer Works or, or any of them, really, just depending on the night and our, uh, our attitude. So, Do you do any sports at all? Mountain biking and skiing. I, I wouldn't say that I'm a, a big athlete, but again, we live in a place that is surrounded by incredible public lands that offer opportunities that, that people don't have around the world. And so I think by virtue of the fact that we live in Carbondale, yeah, we enjoy all the sports that, that we can. Um, it's a little tougher when you got a little kid at home, but um, we still managed to get out. We got up to Aspen last weekend and did some skiing. And, you know, um, Spring Gulch and, and Marion Gulch are, are two areas where we love to bring the kid and put our, put our skis on, put him in the backpack, and just go mm-hmm. enjoy a, a, day in, a day of sunshine uh, on the snow. So, If you could do a sport year-round, what would that be? Mountain biking, for sure, yeah. for sure. If you had a whole day to yourself to do anything, what would your schedule be? Start with uh, espresso or a, a cappuccino and, and just take some downtime at one of the coffee shops. Go for a mountain bike ride, 
go out to dinner and then wrap it up with just going to see a movie by myself at the Crystal. <laughs> um, again, having a little kid, uh, I, I forget how free I used to be. And so it would be, <laughs> um, that would be awesome if I could have a whole day by myself. But um, sadly, those, those days are fewer and further between now. What brings you joy in life? Um, my wife and my kid and the, the forest. Um, my mom sometimes gets on to me, like, why aren't you going to church? Um, I say, I go to church all the time. I just do it in, do it in the forest. <laughs> so. What's something that you've experienced that made you want to run for trustee? I uh, had the pleasure of, of running the Thompson Divide Coalition for uh, six years when I first moved here. And that was one of the most important and uh, impactful experiences that I've ever had. Um, we were able, as a community, and, and it wasn't just me, it was me and 10,000 other people working together, uh, ranchers and mountain bikers, Republicans and Democrats, um, Chamber of Commerce members and environmentalists working together to protect the Thompson Divide area just outside of Carbondale from oil and gas drilling. And I think I learned very quickly how how well Carbondale comes together when something's really important. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that's one of the reasons that, that I would like to, to serve as a member of the Board of Trustees is because I've seen the power of bringing people together in this town. And we have some significant challenges facing us. Um, growth and affordable housing are, are two issues that I think are going to continue to impact us for, for years to come. But no challenge is, is too great if we can bring folks together and everybody sit down and, and have a conversation as a community and figure out what the best and, and most unique approach is for us. So I think uh, serving as the executive director of the Thompson Divide Coalition was um, an honor and a privilege. And, and um, again, it showed me the, the unique characteristics that this town and this community have. And I just want to be a part of it. And I recognize that protecting and maintaining community takes work. We all have to pitch in, whether it's um, helping out at KDNK or volunteering at Wilderness Workshop or serving on the, the town board of trustees. We all have a job and a, a role to play in protecting and maintaining this community that we love. What's something that you've done in life that you're proud of? I'm really proud of the work that I do right now. I love my job. I, I work for the Colorado River District and um, I get to work on behalf of the entire Western Slope uh, to protect our water and keep our water on the Western Slope. And that's, um, I'm really proud of that. We, we've done some great things at the River District that have helped to protect healthy rivers and um, protect productive agriculture throughout the Western Slope, um, helping to ensure that recreational water uses is um, represented at the state capitol along with agriculture and traditional water uses. And so I think... It, that's something I'm very proud of, and I think my work at the River District is, is a perfect um, tie-in to the same work we did at the Thompson Divide Coalition, which is really just trying to bring people together to address really significant challenges facing communities um, here in this valley and throughout the Western Slope. Is there something that you struggle with in life, just in general? <laughs> my wife will tell you I struggle to maintain, to be organized, but, um, and that's true. I think I, I, we all struggle sometimes with that internal voice that tells you you're not good enough or you're not. 
um, you can't you can't do this. And so sometimes it takes um, work to to tell that voice to shut up and and just um, you know keep your head high and and take on challenges because I think um, we all struggle or we all have that inner voice that that, that doubt and I think I, I suffer from that from time to time. So yeah, that's one of many challenges. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a time you've shown leaders strong leadership skills? You've talked about the water and getting together for the drilling and whatever, but is there something that you've done more personal that you've shown leadership skills in? I think leadership can be defined a number of ways. I think one way that I've shown leadership in my personal life is um, as a partner with my wife to to make sure that we both get to do the things that we want to do. uh, my wife went to grad school on the East Coast a couple of years ago, and that meant that we had to leave Carbondale for a little while. I really didn't want to, but um, maybe this isn't leadership, but it it's, um, you know, we're all a team, um, whether it's a, a partnership or whether it's um, a big community. We, we all um, work together, and I think if you can bring people together, that's, that's one of the best ways to show leadership, either in your personal life or in your professional life. Thank you for listening to Take a Minute. On this show, we have talked to five of the Cardinal Town trustees running for election this April 5th. This is part two of a two-part series. You can find the first part at kdnk.org. Have a great afternoon.